If you have found yourself here, you are probably a mom to a new baby and are searching for answers and ways to navigate this hard season of motherhood. You may be experiencing postpartum mood and anxiety disorders and wondering just when you will feel like you again. I'm Chassie Cox, a postpartum mood and anxiety survivor, a mama to five and a certified trauma-informed life coach. Together, let's begin this journey of healing and self-discovery, layer by layer, so you can find you and be the mama you desire to be. Good morning, mamas. How are you today? Okay, I've been thinking about you guys all week, and I just felt like beginning of this podcast that I want to remind you how amazing you are, how special you are, how important you are, how much I love you, how much I see you and I hear you, and to just take one really big deep breath with me. Hi, welcome to another podcast here at the Postpartum Nanny. You know, I want to talk to you guys about is getting out of your comfort zone to find your village. And before we even get started into this topic and this conversation, I am super aware that there's many reasons why it's hard to find our village while we're pregnant or postpartum. And, you know, I'm going to name some and then we'll like dive more into what I want to talk about today with you know, getting out of your comfort zone to find your village. But some of us um, have really high anxiety and just leaving our house right now seems like the hardest, worst thing that we could do, right? Um, And if we are in public, the last thing we want to do is talk to other people. Also, some of us financially don't have the resources to build our village up and we have to just work with what we have. Um, Some of us do not feel worthy to have friends or to have a village. We feel like it's all of our responsibility and our job to be the mother um, to our babies and completely help them and support them. And yeah, like that's just to name a few. So what I'm talking about today is how we can get out of that comfort zone so that when you um, are out in public or you do choose to leave your home or maybe I'm going to teach you how to just leave your home in general um, so that you can go find your village. Um, And this doesn't have to be in person. Like this can even be virtually through the postpartum nanny. Um, I do have a Facebook group. So if you want to be a part of our community, I just got that started not that long ago. Um, You can join there and there's lots of other resources to find support and a community to help you in this tough time during pregnancy or postpartum while you're experiencing depression and anxiety and these unknown emotions. Um, So I want to tell you a quick story. So I am a military wife and we did live down in Fort Rucker, Alabama for about just over a year. It was about 13, 14 months back in um, 2013 and 2014. Um, My husband was a Black Hawk helicopter pilot and he did his training there. And I um, was, it was my first opportunity to live on a base or a post. And we lived there for, like I said, 14 months and I had no family, moved there without any friends. And of course, a part of me wondered like, like, am I going to meet anybody or have that support system that I am seeking or wanting? And I, when I moved there, I had Noli already, my oldest, and I was pregnant with Parley. I was about 10 or 11 weeks pregnant when I moved there. 
And so a lot of unknowns and, um, we had previously lived in Utah prior to that. So again, I wasn't with family there either. All my family lives in Tennessee or we're all over the world. There's six kids in my family. So we live all over the world. Um, but yeah, I didn't have any family, but my main family, like my mom and dad and a sister of mine, we, they all live in Tennessee around Nashville area. Um, so yeah. So when I got to Fort Rucker, you know, I'm pregnant, I'm sick because I get really bad morning sickness for weeks on end. Um, moving is really, really hard for me. And that's going to be a topic for another day about changes and changes, you know, during pregnancy and postpartum and how they affect us. Um, but I did not do well with change at all. And remember, this is prior to me going through this healing process. And, um, I really struggled. I really struggled with that change. I was irritable. I was angry. I was sick. I was pregnant. Um, I was mad at my husband. I resented my husband because he moved me there. And, you know, it was just like a tough move. It was just really tough. Um, And so once we got there, I luckily, our neighbor who we had just moved in next door brought us lemonade the same day we moved in. And we're just so amazing. And she and I became really good friends. And it was amazing to have her as a support person and right next door for that matter. And we hung out quite a bit. Um, but the story I want to talk to you about is a friend of mine that I met when I, after Parley was born, I decided to go to one of these events. They had lots of events on the base, you know, they had lots of things going on for military wives and their kids and, and things like that for us to do. And I wanted to just get out of the house and it was not likely or normal for me to get out of the house because I really struggle with my anxiety and depression so bad postpartum, but I just felt that urge to get out of the house that day. And I went to this event and I ran into this mom and she had a couple of kids herself around the same ages as my kids. And we just connected. Like, you know, have you ever met that person? And maybe you haven't, and I hope you do if you haven't, but where you felt like you've known each other forever. And her name was Katie, and hopefully she's okay with me saying her first name. And Katie and I connected, and she she just, there was just something different about her. And she's like, hey, do you want to go get like a drink or some coffee and whatever it may be um, after this or go get lunch? Maybe it was lunch. I can't even remember. And so we went to lunch and that's the day we started like a super strong, amazing um, friendship. And from that day forward, she was kind of a part of my village too, along with my neighbor. And she was there for me. I was there for her. I helped her when she had a baby at Fort Rucker and, you know, um, with many different things and went to the hospital and supported her and watched her other daughter who was Noli's age. And she helped me and then became a part of my village. She just knew when I needed to get out of the house. She knew when my anxiety was high and she was just that safe person. And finding those relationships is just so important postpartum because motherhood alone is just so lonely and so difficult. And to find precious treasures um, such as friends like that is so vital for our healing Um, we were made as human beings to connect to one another to lift one another to emotionally change and to respond um, to others and so she was my co-regulator during that time she helped me stay grounded and to um to to try new things you know and she would be like hey let's go to the pool again today we did lots of swimming and it was just great to have her as that support system and i know for a lot of moms when i get a new client um they're like you know i 
I have a village. Some have villages. They have the friends. They have the mother and the mother-in-law helping them. And then they're still struggling with their depression and anxiety. Um, and same with me. Like I had my mom and I had friends, but I was still struggling really bad with my depression and anxiety. But it did give it some relief. It did allow me to see like it doesn't have to always be heavy, you know, that... I can get out of the house and it's safe to get out of the house and I can trust myself with my baby and I can trust myself with being a mom to two little ones um, and that I have someone there to support me and to guide me through if needed. And that's what I want. It's like creating your village doesn't have to be, you know, something like grand and huge and like, oh, I have to go do this and I have to meet all these people and I have to do all this things. Your village can be super tight knit. It can be super close people to you. And, you know, just like they say, the top five people you're around the most is who you become. Same in motherhood. It's like your friends may change. Maybe you have different values. Maybe you have different beliefs. Maybe you have different viewpoints than your friend who doesn't have any children now. You know, things change. And I do believe people come and go out of our lives and some stay forever. Um, and there are the people that we need the most to guide us through this life and to get us through and to help us and support us and guide us. So, so it's like, how do I relieve my anxiety though, Chassie, to be able to actually go out and to find my village, whether that be virtual, whether that be in person. And the first step is to know that you can do hard things you can do hard things. And that fear that you're feeling is just your body protecting you. That fear and that anxiety is just you um, being afraid to be who you really are. And maybe you're afraid your baby will even cry in public, whatever it may be. And it's hard for you to go out. You know, it's just this fear holding you back because as human beings, our goal is to conform, is to be liked, to be loved. Um, and and it's hard to do that um by being our true self sometimes. And so this fear that your body's holding on to is your anxiety to not go out and to not meet, meet new people. And you're afraid what people think about you, or you, maybe when you do talk to new people, you just feel like, Oh, did I say the right thing? Or did I do this? Or did I that? And I, I want you to know anything that you say is the right thing, everything and who you are and who you are as a whole. And if you're just being authentic and genuine, like that's who you need to be. And if the other person doesn't respond to who you are, um, as in, you know, they are negative and, or don't really like you, that's okay. That's okay. Because you will find your village. You will find the people that you connect to. And when you meet them, you'll be like, I feel like we've known each other our whole lives. But you can't find that person unless you're actually putting yourself out there to find that person a little bit, right? You can't just sit at home and hold your baby and just hope and pray like they come to you. And yeah, like sometimes it does happen that way, but it could even be you're at the doctor's office today and you're holding your baby and the, or you're pregnant and the person or woman next to you is pregnant or holding her baby and you guys connect and you boom, a relationship is built right then and there. It could be you're birthing your baby in the hospital and you make a strong connection with a nurse. Like there's so many times in serendipitous moments that can happen if we're willing to be open to knowing like we'll find our village. And and we can do that. We can allow ourselves to feel the anxiety and to feel the fears, but allow ourselves to move forward and know, like, I can do this and I want this and that desire to to find your village. And, you know, it's, again, not easy to put down our walls and to truly be who we are and to find these people that want to help us and love us. And, you know, I remember even back, um, back about 
I don't know, five, six years ago, um, before I moved to, to Tennessee, I had a group of friends. And even in that moment, you know, I, I know we were close and we were good friends, but I didn't realize how amazing of friends they were or people they were until after I moved. It's like sometimes we forget, you know, just exactly what is in front of us. We don't even know what's in front of us until we don't have it. And I don't, and I don't want to live like that anymore. And since my own postpartum healing and just going through my own trauma healing and this whole experience, I now don't let those moments pass by. Like I can feel them in that present moment and know like this is an amazing friend. This is an amazing human being. And I want this person in my life versus having that regret later on. And so as you become a mom and as you transition into this role of mother and motherhood in general, you know, things are going to change. And your body's not going to like it and it's going to freak out and it's going to try to protect you and and it's going to feel like you're, you're out of control or you don't have control, but you do. You absolutely do. And sometimes that change or or, you know, the move or meeting someone new or putting yourself out there is hard because of some past experiences in your life, you know, where maybe you did put yourself out there and it didn't go well and someone judged you really harshly for who you are. Um, Maybe that move triggered you because when you're a child, you moved all the time and that was really hard on you and and it, it never felt safe to move or to meet new friends. And maybe it's hard to meet new friends now in adulthood because of those past experiences. Um, along with, you know, the hormonal shifts that you're experiencing right now and the anger and irritability that's coming through, that's actually your anxiety or your depression that you're feeling, whatever it may be, like you can create your village and I want you to feel supported, um, by me and hopefully by others that your village is important and you are so worthy to have people who love you for just who you are and to see you as a mom, but also as a person and to help support you and take care of you and, and even, you know, your baby and, and to have that village. And, you know, I send my kids to school, um, every single day. And I am so grateful for the schools and those teachers and they are a part of my village, even though I'm not close to them right? They're still a part of my village of raising these children and helping me as a mom, even if it's them just going to school and they have to go to school, right? But to me, like, they're so precious and I see them as my village. So, so I'd like to challenge you right now and think about like, who is your village and who are those people that you truly trust and love and they love you so much, but you haven't put down your wall yet to allow them to love you even more and to support you even more. Like, yeah, of course you can do everything on your own. Of course you can be the strong woman that you totally are, but, but you don't always have to be that. You can be very vulnerable and you can be receiving versus just always giving to receive their love, to receive their help, to receive their support. That doesn't make you any less than the mother or woman that you are now to receive that. And that's something a lot of us struggle with, especially a lot of my clients and type A personality people is we struggle with receiving that, that help and that support and that love. And and we so are deserving and worthy of it. And we can be superhero moms and also um, be vulnerable. And that's part of being a superhero mom is knowing that you have multiple different emotions and multiple different feelings and you're allowed to feel all of them and not push them down. Um, 
So I'm just combining a whole bunch of different of my of my modalities and the things we work on in my sessions with my clients. Um, but I just want you to know that there's people out there that are waiting to support you and love you, even if it feels like you're all alone right now. You're not all alone. I'm here with you. You're listening to my voice, and I, I truly want you to feel my energy and love coming towards you right now because sitting, you know, rocking my baby for days on end or just feeling that depression, anxiety in general and feeling like, you know, this is it for me or I don't want to move forward with my life or, you know, that really deep, scary thoughts, anxiety and depression, it's real and and it's so hard and and I just want you to feel loved and appreciated and know like you are exactly where you're supposed to be. You're the most amazing mother, whether you're pregnant right now or postpartum, and you will come out of this depression and anxiety and you will learn how to fully love yourself through this all. And your village, again, is just waiting for you to come to them and allow them into your life and to... You know, you just never know when you're going to meet the next person who's a part of your village. So, you know, manifest that, pray about it and pray to find your village or to find people that are there and ready to support you. Or if you have to go find it yourself and don't be afraid to go find it yourself and allow yourself to have that support. Um, for years, again, I, 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 I never thought I needed more than myself or my mom or whoever it may be. And I did. I always did. I just thought you know, I had to do motherhood on my own. Like that's how my mom did it. Um, she, I mean, she had her village too, but in my eyes, it was just my mom raising me, but truly it was a village raising me. And I want my kids to feel that love from all of the people in my, our, you know, my village that I have. Um, so they know they can be loved through other people too, and to be supported and guided. And I just want that for all of you. Okay, that is the end of the podcast for today. I hope that helped you and I hope you feel loved and supported and know that your village is incredible and you get to build that village and you get to allow who you want in it and who you don't and just know that you deserve all the love and support and and I hope you find peace in knowing that you deserve that too. Okay, I'll talk to you soon and I'll see you on the next podcast.